Hello and welcome to this free podcast. That's right, I know how much you paid for this. I'm just resetting your expectations, reminding you of your original outlay so at the end of it, you'll think that it was worth it. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so this is what we got up to on the radio. We did a radio show earlier today, edited down little bits of it. Where There's going to be changes soon, so I'm trying to record as many of these as possible for all posterity to make sure that there's a, a record, an official record of what I did on the show that got some listeners. It's official. The Rage Our figures were out and some people tuned in. I know, we were all shocked. But the point is, this was what we did on the radio earlier today. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. Look at that, it's a Friday. I'm playing songs like that. I've got the webcam showing me that the weather's good. What I was thinking is, and I've, I've never really done this, I don't know why. Whenever it's a nice sunny day, I travel in wearing my sunglasses, which I have over here. And I, I thought what I could do is wear them inside the studio. Because some people do that, don't they? Some some DJs, I believe that's how you refer to them. They wear sunglasses inside, so... I don't think it's going to change the show that I do, but we can try these on if you want. Hang on. It's difficult to get them on under the headphones. Try and put them on, um... Hey, it's a hot sun of sounds coming at you through your dial, keeping it hot all the way. Take them off again, let's... I think I did sound a bit different with them on. Oh, oh well. Pet Shop Boys featuring years and years Dreamland, a song all about the place in Margate. Weird. Uh, simply read on the way for us. Afternoon, I'm Steve. A couple of things in the news we'll get to. I did spot this, though, uh, just going through the papers. That There's a, a graffiti painting of a seagull on a big wall somewhere. And the newspaper's done loads of puns, but they've not gone with the one that I'm going to go with. That I don't think it's I don't think it's appropriate to have a seagull painted on the side of a wall like that, just because it'll make things trickier for anyone who's asking directions. When they say, uh, turn left at the next turn, you'll get very confused, because turn is a, it's a word that's also to do with birds. Um, so welcome along. It's your afternoon. It's Friday. You're feeling good? Are you feeling good about the fact that there's a windfall tax on the companies that have all that extra money because of all the, the price of gas and whatnot. And that the government are going to tax the companies and we're going to get a slice of that pie. You feeling pretty good about that? It's a good idea. I can't remember who was who came up with the idea. And I know a lot of people said it would never work. The people who are now doing it. But that's not important. The point is, we're all going to get 400 quid. So what are you going to do with yours? You're going to get 400 quid, back pocket, trouser. Nice. What are you going to do with your... Uh, you 400 quid. Now, obviously, you're meant to spend it on gas and electricity. Like a nerd. Or you could spend it on something fun. So that might be the phone-in today. We're going to drop your four... Uh, your four... What's the slang for 100 quid? This is how poor I am. I've got no idea what's... Because a monkey's 20 quid or something. I don't even know anymore. I use contactless. But whatever you call it, you're 400 pounds. Tons. Four ton. Four ton? you four ton. We're going to drop you four ton on. Do I sound cool now? I should put my glasses on again. Ooh, Is this the bit where we get the best lead break ever? You, we just get that one note. Did I miss it when I was on the, on the phone? That guy can't play the piano. You fell for it. He turned up and said, can you play the piano? Yeah, no problem. Just give us a lead break. All right. Ding, 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 ding. I'm sorry, you. we wanted a pianist and not a Morse code operator, but thank you very much for turning up. Um, breath after that. Oh, I know what we're talking about. What would you spend your four 
ton, your four, whatever the phrases are for a hundred. What did you spend them on? 01708741075 to the phones. Hello. Another phrase for a hundred. Yes. Longen. No way. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure if I trust you because you're trying to get me to say longen on radio. I'm telling you. Yeah. A longen. Yeah. So hundred, but a hundred is a longen. So uh, you want me to walk into a place where they use cash? I'm guessing um, a mechanics or other places where there is cash, and I'm meant to say, "Excuse me, sir, could could I give you a longen?" Yes. Okay, seems above board. I'll give it a try later. <laughs> just a quick one, mate. On our last conversation, I just made it a little bit nicer for you. The actual phrase is, "I slipped him a longen." Ah, that makes so much more. Yeah, I'll definitely I'll say that when I pop into the Burley Mechanics later. That's it. Yeah, no, but that's the same. Yeah, slip and slip him along. Then. Ah, okay. Seems all above board again. Lovely. So, <laughs> mate. In the papers today, a protest is held today outside Downing Street over the way the cleaners and security staff were treated during Partygate. Presuming not a dirty protest, because only making work for themselves, aren't they? In the papers today, Charlotte Crosby has revealed her bizarre pregnancy craving for blackened vegetables. And that's the moment where you just think how lucky the other half is in that one. Because if I had someone who liked the idea of food that had been burned... All of a sudden, I can cook. That's the breakthrough we need. Um, although, waste of fuel, because you, you might need to eat things that are raw. What with the cost of living crisis coming our way, it's okay. We, we're all getting 400 quid from Rishi as part of this windfall thing. Even the millionaires, because the, the 400 quid is not means-tested. So even millionaires will get an extra 400 quid. Which they'll spend, which gets it back in the economy, which overheats the economy, causes more inflation, makes prices go up, and then we'll all be poorer. Do you know what? It's like you can't win on this, can't you? But at least we can look on the bright side. What will you spend your £400 on? Martin says, Steve, I'll, I'll spend my £400 on half a tank of petrol. Someone knows how to live, don't they? The way things are going, that will not be far off. Yeah, when you go in DFS and ask if they've got one shaped like one, you get thrown out. Weird, isn't it? It's time 107.5. Afternoon, I'm Steve. Just reeling from some of the stuff we heard in the news. Um, for example... And contestants on this summer's series of Love Island will have to undergo language and behaviour training. Yeah, so they're teaching them to speak. I might watch this series with the sound up. You never know. Then again, no. So we're thinking about your 400 quid. We're getting 400 pounds. In this windfall tax bonanza. This special deal for just £400. And all we have to do in return for it is not talk about Partygate. So I think that's how it works, is it? 400 quid. What would you spend yours on? Um, oh, that's interesting, actually. We did get a message saying uh, I'd spend it on some wallpaper. And according to the text message, it's from someone called Boris, but I think that might be a wind up merchant. Um, text 60777, start your message with the word time. Let's have a look. Ah, I like this one. Uh, Dave says, I'll keep my £400 and wait until inflation means I can buy a 10p mix for it. Is that how inflation works? Is that... Anyone... Does the 10p not become worthless? So it becomes... No one can work out what happens to 10p mixers with inflation. Because they can't get smaller because that'd be shrinkflation. The tempe becomes worth less. Here's another question. Pound shops. It's not a question, but you take my point. 
The British Transport Police are giving tasers to their volunteer officers. The first type of police that are doing this, which makes more sense for them, I suppose. You know, if you need to recharge them, you've got that electrified third rail you can just tap into whenever you want. So, you know, it's practical, and I appreciate that. We're also talking about what are you going to do with your extra £400. We're all getting £400 which is meant to help with the fact that, on average, we'll be paying nearly £2,000 more for our fuel. Stay there, £2,000 minus the 4000 carry the one, and divide that by... Oh? But anyway, what are you going to do with your 400 quid? Jolly good afternoon, Steve, says Kenny K. Sorry I'm late for registration. It's right, you didn't miss, you didn't miss much. If I had that £400, I'd have a Boris Johnson troll party. Oh says Kenny. He says, yes, there will be drinking and debauchery. On theme. Nice. All in the, wor- the worst possible taste. Uh, all the best, Steve, to you and your kitties. Have an awesome weekend. We will certainly try it. The, ki- the, uh, the cats have a fantastic weekend ahead of them. I think they're getting uh, flea treatment, so... They, they managed to be in a mood with me for about three days after that. Wet the back of their neck and they're like, get off. What you do? So yeah, they'll be uh, holding that grudge for a while. Clever. Um, not sure how many Commodores in 400, but Commodore 15 quid. No, is it? Three Lady Godivers, uh, says Ted in Elm Park. Hornsby. This is the thing. I don't think I know enough slang about how much money is money. I'm aware that a monkey is a thing, but I'm not touching that these days. What, with the pox around? You think I'm a fool? Someone offered me a couple of monkeys. It's not worth the risk. And then something to do with the pony, but I'm not sure if that's Cockney rhyming slang. Because the next thing, yeah, I think I'm being given a certain amount of money, but I'm stood there with my hands cupped like I'm about to receive some soup. And the next thing, because it was the rhyming slang, not the money. These are the reasons why uh, you could end up catching something. So I don't. So I'm not sure what the point of that was, but it was something to do with me not understanding money, which means it's been a very difficult photo to try and do that's been based on money. Time 107.5. Tom just pointed out the last time Dinoross did a song, I thought it needed a rap, so I did a rap. If you want to hear it, it's still available online. Find me on social media, it's on there somewhere. And now Dinoross has done a rap. I think she thought, I want a little bit of that Steve magic. I want to, I want to do what he does. So now I should re record this and add in some beautiful, uh, beautiful singing. I mean, that might be slightly beyond what I could offer, but you never know, might get around to it. But this show, as ever, is all about culture. In fact, I've got a music bed that we use when we do cultural items, and the fact that I'm not even on the right page for it tells you how often. It's been a while since we played this one. Ah, culture. Yes, this afternoon show is the show where you learn all of the most important information pieces of information about culture and in the news today ancient graffiti unearthed at hadrian's wall has been found that brands a roman soldier a the latin writing and drawing were carved into the stone 180 uh, 1800 years ago this is in northumberland near to hexham the message reads uh, secundinus the in latin that is Secundinus probably can't probably can't broadcast that. I don't understand. I wouldn't translate it, but I guess that's the word. And just to try and translate it for you a little bit, when they say uh, they mean either one who or the place where you go to 
And then you think, why did the Romans have a word for the Well, they were good at plumbing. Sometimes, you know, I sit here reading the newspapers, it's, it's an absolute pleasure to do this for a living. Well, I'm not really making a living. It's fun to come and do this. And therefore, I enjoy the lessons I can learn by reading the news. This one in the papers today. Neighbours sent a young couple a handwritten note asking them to keep the noise down whilst... <coughs> now, the actual story turns out that the pair in Melbourne, Australia were quite loud. Uh, they had a note that said, We've been woken up numerous times by very loud screaming. Could have been anything. Could have been anything, couldn't it really? It's a good guess. The embarrassed girl says, Turns out that... The whole loud, joyous thing may be only a luxury awarded to those with freestanding homes. Well, I think the lesson to learn from this story is that I might go around and put that note on neighbours' doors, even when we've not heard them. No, because I think that's more of a mind trick, isn't it? That'll get them in the, in the brain. They'll be thinking, what, they heard that? Ooh. Just because if you get bored at home, I only work for four hours a day, you've got time on my hands, so you need to mess with the neighbours. Leave a little note on their door. Could you just could you just keep it down a bit? Next thing they'll be using sound baffling panels on the walls, covered in, into a radio studio to do it. It's anyway, isn't it? Tracy and John from Welling saying good afternoon. Good afternoon, Steve. Enjoying some wonderful unexpected sunshine in Kent this afternoon. Ooh, is that what's happening over there? I'm on my way to Kent after this show, after this very broadcast. Because I'm going to nip via the old flat in Gravesend and then down to Ashford. I'm doing a stand-up gig somewhere in Ashford. Let me have a look. It's somewhere in Ashford, near uh, uh, Sainsbury's. That's not helped you, has it? But I'm doing a gig in Ashford afterwards, so I'll be down there. I'll wave. As I, I won't be going through Welling, not the not the way I'll be driving. But still, I'm, I'm good at waving. You might see it. Um, you get your song on very shortly. Also, I thought I'd uh, keep us up to date with... Well, we heard it in the actual news. Eco, this is the economic stuff, I suppose. We all know there's many downsides to the world of e- economics at the moment. It's not easy. Yeah, that 400 quid's going to help a really small amount. Um, but then we heard... And misguided is on the brink of collapse. The online retailer's been issued with a winding up petition by suppliers who are owed millions. Now, I must admit, straight away my mind goes to this hypothetical situation where one of these suppliers, an underling, walks in and says, I'm afraid... We're owed millions of pounds because of one of the contracts we signed. And the boss says, And who did you sign this contract with? And the underling has to say, Misguided. And the boss has got to be like, It's not like you weren't warned. Uh, We mentioned about the company that has got itself in some trouble. Uh, It's now owed... It owes money to loads of suppliers. Millions called misguided so it's not like you weren't warned that this might not be the wisest of contracts to sign reminded me that yesterday we were talking about this on the tv if you watched headliners last night in america the author who wrote the book how to murder your husband has been found guilty of anyone guess has been found guilty of murdering anyone want to guess who has been found guilty of murdering her husband if only there were some signs. The, so this is a Portland jury that found Nancy Crompton Broffy guilty of uh, killing chef Daniel Broffy in June 2018. But the thing is, she wrote the book called How to Murder Your Husband. So it's difficult to know whether that means it was always on her mind anyway, 
And that was the piece of information that, you know, should have tipped us off. Or maybe the research for the book gave us so much information. But either way, the police really should have seen this coming. Or she should have written a book that was called Getting Away with Murdering Your Husband, and it would have been a very different story. But maybe someone wrote that book and we're not talking about them right now, because they also weren't arrested for it. So, interesting. Anyway, turns out, sometimes the universe does give you a clue. Hi, Steve. It's Kevin Hallchurch. Hello there. Oh yeah, when they were calling for Johnson out, I thought I didn't see those photos in the Sue Gray report. <laughs> I bet it happened though. I bet it's a few wines down, and that was <laughs> <laughs> lovely. I'm glad we didn't see it really. Definitely. Previously on the show, we were talking about money, and it turns out I'm not very good at all knowing all the slangs, so I can sound cool like I'm just some sort of borderline thug type which is a shame because i've got the thug look i've got the you know lack of hair big round face stubble i do look like the kind of person who should say all right leave it out there's a nice cup of tea but i don't really know the references although yesterday because we were filming the telly show so i was wearing a suit and i bought an earpiece you know like people in telly have the little curly thing in the ear little curly wire goes up to the ear i bought my own now because i feel fancy pants because i work in telly and there's nothing quite like wearing a suit and having an earpiece to feel like either a bouncer or, more likely, Agent Smith from The Matrix. What do you mean I'm a nerd? Shush. So I don't really know about money um, or the slang phrases, but it's all right, because Kenny K got in touch and says, Jolly good afternoon, Steve. And he's gone through them. <clears throat> Here we go. Right, Lady Godiva. Fiver. Cockle. Ten pounds. How's that work out? That one does. All right. Pony, £25. This does look like a shopping list now, doesn't it? <laughs> bullseye, £50. Oh, can I buy two ponies and a bullseye, please? For the... Longen, 100 quid. I now know that we should call it Longen because of the call earlier on. Otherwise, previously, I would have I would have pronounced that as, as Longen because it looks like it should, should be a soft G. You see what I mean about not being tough? Um, bag of sand equals £1,000. That should keep you busy, says Kenny. Well, it's all it's all right, but it feels like it's it doesn't cover all the amounts, does it? I know you can get a lot of them by doing multiples of twenty fives and fifties and a couple of fivers in there, and you'll get it. But there are some other type other amounts that you can't get on there. I suggest that we call three pounds, which is dart charge, at trick. Sounds good, but not with an H. Don't say the H. Come on, at trick. A nice cheeky at trick. Three quid, get me over the river. What? I also suggest that we might need to include a um, little bit nifty, £7.50. Because that's a useful amount, isn't it? Just to... And of course, the, the big famous one now, if you need some very modern slang for an amount of money, Rishi's bribe, 400 quid. Yeah, makes sense. So, previously, previously on the show, we were talking about money, and then previously I got a list of Cockney rhyming slang type ways to sound all gangster about talking about money which included cockle. Uh, it couldn't work out why that was anything to do with 10 quid. But I'm not an expert on this, so it's easy to fool me on these things. Um, emails on air at time1075.net or on the phones 01708 Hello. Hi, Steve. Kevin Hongchurch. Hello there. Hiya. It's not a cockle. It's a cock and hen. Is it? Yes, ten. Cock, cock and hen. hen. Cock and hen, <laughs> ten. That makes more sense, because I was thinking cockle, ten pounds. No, it's a cock and hen. Uh, are there any more uh, money slangs that I should know about? Not that I can think of, no. Yeah. 
So we stop at a thousand, do we? We start at fiver, nothing lower than a fiver. Dirty skid, quid, nothing like that. Mm. Cheeky deuce. I've been out of Bethnal Green a long time, I don't know. <laughs> don't think you can get much for a, for a two pounds in Bethnal Green these days. It's getting a bit gentrified, isn't it? 17 quid for a salad. <laughs> Been on the phone with Thrush, he was giving me the latest, the full info about the all the different phrases when it comes to money, and that you get your Canning Towners might say cockle, whereas your actual Cockneys say cock and hen. Wouldn't it be easier if you just said ten quid? Maybe I, I mean, look, I'm from the Midlands, so I can barely speak at the best of times. But oh, quick news update: spot this in the papers. Tea drinkers are the funniest people in Britain. Fans of the bog-standard milky brew are more amusing than those who prefer coffee. And as a man who drinks a lot of coffee, I'll apologise ahead of time to anyone who's at the gig tonight in Ashford. Down in Kent. Turns out I would have been funny if I would have had tea on the way there, but that's not going to happen. Thank you. 01708 741075. It's busy. Hello. Hi, Steve. I've got some old money for you. Yeah. Kevin Hornchurch. Two shillings was two bob, but five bob was a dollar, but a pound was a knicker. That is confusing, and as soon as you're starting to introduce someone's knickers into it, then <laughs> it is, yeah. I'm more interested and yet more confused. But that's all pound, shillings and pence. And no wonder they had to decimalise it all. It was an absolute state. <laughs> I spent ten years learning it, and you leave school and they change it all. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've done that with trigonometry as well. No point learning it. Keep updating it all the time. You've made it to the end of some of the stuff that we did... You can find so many previous episodes. It is ridiculous how much space there is on the internet. I keep putting these things up there and no one's stopping me. So I guess we're going on doing it. If you'd like to listen to previous ones, track it down on the podcast. You can subscribe for future episodes. Just wherever you found this, click subscribe. It's probably as simple as that. You can also tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. Tell me if you enjoyed it, if it filled any part of your day. Drop me a tweet, it would be nice. And till next time, bye.